0: You're tuned into the biggest balls of them all. That's right, Playing With Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right, Playing With Balls podcast, you dig?
1: Welcome to the Playing With Balls podcast. It's episode number four of Philly Bro Talk. Hello. Well, hello there. And this time, Tyler, sounds clear because... We're broadcasting from dun 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 his living room. Yeah, my house. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to talk in the mic, Tay. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right.
0: <laughs> I'm probably like, a, like out here and here. I'm not used to it yet. Yeah,
1: well, this, t- this week was cool. is cool. It, it's not over yet. I said it was cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not even Wednesday yet. I know. Yeah. It
1: is cool because I'm back east f- this week for multiple reasons. One, for our sister's baby shower that is already done, thank God. Meg, we love you, even though you probably don't listen to the podcast, but um, throwing baby showers like aren't fun. No, they're not like everybody was like, oh, that was a nice baby shower. And I was like, yeah, it's whatever. And they're like, what do you mean? You put such hard work into it. And I'm like, yeah, but come on. Can we all just admit that nobody thinks a baby shower is fun? They are obligatory. And people keep laughing at me when I'm saying that. I'm like, no, they're not fun.
0: Well, try Try being a guy. Did you see me walk in? I didn't know that Dan and Mitch weren't in there when I walked in. And apparently I just walked into a bunch of girls just sitting around tables, like 50 girls. And I'm like, oh, crap. Everybody's staring at me now.
1: I mean, yeah, but it's but like you knew it was like an all girl baby shower, right? I did.
0: I did. But like for some reason, I didn't really think of it until I walked in there. I'm like, oh, shit. What did I do? Kind of thing.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, what you did was you ate all the food in like the lobby and then 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 left left. Exactly. (laughs) and like took me home. But yeah, but I know. Dan kept saying uh, our sister's husband I guess that's our brother-in-law <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying like he's gonna like come and I was like guys it's a it's for women like why do you guys want to come but you know what it's fine because when you were there you like I was like get me out of here everything's over bye
0: he baited me with fishing there was a lake there and I was like oh let's go fishing I was like you know what that does sound kind of good and we end up not fishing at all so
1: it was at the lake house restaurant on Lake Iona which I didn't even know existed in South Jersey in what town is that Newfield that's the mailing uh, address. Franklinville, maybe? Franklinville, yeah, yeah. I think it's Franklinville. South Jersey, good times, baby showers, Ooh. and then also I'm home for because sh- I'm I am uh, 2 comedy shows. I did one at the Lapa Luxury, the Comedy Works, Bristol. Um, yeah, we that was all f- a,
0: that was a <laughs> fancy place, very very fancy.
1: Uh, well, I'm featuring for Eleanor Kerrigan, um, at, but when I went to Comedy Works in Bristol, Pennsylvania, I thought. Um, it was uh, like remember i kept saying that's not it it's around the corner because you know i mean it I, I i thought it was a comedy club and what it was was this, was this place called georgine's <laughs> it has a really great deal on a chicken parm for eight dollars
0: you know what? the food was really cheap at least
1: yeah the food was really cheap and um so was the comedy show hey <laughs> but uh it was a good it was good it was good it wasn't you know i'm i probably will go back there one day i'm just not you know I'm not like going to tell VFW anybody, Well, mean, that, you stole my joke. I did. I you did. know what? But everybody laughed when I told them they looked like they were people that go to a VFW. Because
0: they're probably people that go to a VFW.
1: I don't <laughs> even know what you do at a VFW. I don't even know. Is that like a firehouse?
0: It's. I guess it's like a bar That's. A, it's like a bar that they do like randomly like once a month. To do do. You
1: talk like this into it because you're like, you know,
0: am, am I fading back?
1: Well, just talk into, like, the middle of it. Like this? Tyler microphone problems. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. I I move too much. Point the mic towards your mouth, but don't put it on your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Is this good? Because then then my microphone will be, like, contaminated. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's perfect, actually. Yeah, but, like, we don't... So, like, on the West Coast, though, I've noticed there aren't, like, VFWs or fire halls. No. So I don't actually know why they exist or why they were invented. But I'm going to look into the history of this... After we research why Melinda, what's her name? Uh, the After, or no, sorry. After we research why White Walkers exist. Uh, yeah. Because Tyler and I have been spending the last two nights, um, like, since the last Game of Thrones episode, episode number five. <clears throat> we've been, like, talking about all these theories about why everything exists. And then we're always wrong. And then it gets too complicated for our brains. So then Tyler goes, I don't know, whatever. But then then you'll pop back like five <laughs> seconds later and be like, but what about like how did like, did the children of the forest explain? So I'll, I'll get frustrated, but like, you know, what? we're like
0: going really outside the box. And I'm like, but you know, what? <laughs> if that did happen, it actually be kind of crazy. But
1: so. then mm-hmm. I know. And you keep but you keep like um, you keep like shooting it down when we get too deep in the weeds. But then five seconds later, you'll be like, but anyway, let's keep talking about it. <laughs> so then I like I like X out of Google, my Google research, because I'm like, Tyler's done. But then Tyler just whips right back into it. And then it was like 1.30 in the morning. And we're like uh, still talking about it. And it's like, you know what? Game of Thrones. It's just like nobody knows anything. I'm just going
0: to be really pissed if all of we talked about and no- nothing <laughs> happened from it. Like, we, we're wrong about every single part of it.
1: My actually favorite part is that I fucking told you the theory, like, the very strong theory on, like, who Jon Snow's parents are. And all week since I've been here, like you'll keep popping in and being like, "Rhaegar Targaryen <laughs> is his father. And I'm like, dude, it's Rhaegar Targaryen. And yes, I keep telling you, he's a Targaryen. He's a know
0: hard it is to memorize every single name?
1: So Rhaegar Targaryen is definitely Jon Snow's father.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely like but a known I, fat, but fact. But see, now. you
1: know, like tonight you're going to, you're going to pop out of nowhere and be like, Riger Tarburian is Jon Snow's Was father. It,
0: Tigerian? Tigerian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think it's funny because we keep talking about it and you keep coming back and saying that as if it's not something we've said a 100 times, but you call him a different name every time. Yeah, but then every time you, keep you call call him call. Rigor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the funny thing is, you always know what I'm talking about, uh, Elise. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> You're right. You're right. And honestly, I don't know shit. About what's going to happen no. I mean so don't listen to me Nobody knows anything no. Even I read an article with Littlefinger And he's like I don't know anything well, f- <laughs> And he's like the <laughs> smartest guy in the show I don't know, I don't
0: know if I believe him Because he's very manipulative
1: Manipulative Manipulative. just made up a word? You did okay. Manipulative I'll take it Manipulative Yeah that one Manipulative But I think it's such like such a good show And I don't think you knew how much I was into it Until it was Sunday of this past week and you were like, today's Tuesday, and you were like, uh, I was like, hey, I have one thing and one thing only to do tonight. And you were like, Game of Thrones. And I was like, yes, you guys watch it. We've never talked about it. Now we're going to be like calling each other every day. Like, Yeah, I was kind of thinking that before,
0: too, when you got here. I was like, I wonder if she watches it. But, you know, I was like, not sure. Because not everybody does watch even though most of the, like, United States or even
1: people. You know, it's a very highly watched show, yeah, I would say. I guess. But you know what? I, I You know what I think would be funny is if, like, it's too late now, I guess. Maybe not is if somebody came up with like a way to play like Game of Thrones, like fantasy football fantasy, you know, where you can like draft players, you know, you're like, because who's going to win in the end? And you can like draft people like I would draft the Night King for sure. I would definitely get Littlefinger, too, I think.
0: See, I think he's going to die. I wouldn't take him.
1: Well, I mean, we all know Jon Snow is an oaf. But he's probably going to live because he touched a dragon. So sorry, (laughs) spoiler alert. He's living, even though he's retarded. Well, 10% of his brain. Oh, you're not allowed to say that anymore. Excuse me. Only because that was a bit from the other night. I still say it.
0: Oh, You can say it if you want.
1: Well, whatever. But you know what? I think because you and I normally talk a lot during football season two about fantasy football. Like. It's gonna be like fantasy football and like Game of Thrones series. Yeah, and
0: that's coming up too, fantasy football. So.
1: I'm excited. So and, uh, who who's like your who's like your dudes? Like if you could draft a perfect team, let's talk about it. <laughs> it's
0: tough. This year's tough. If you don't have the first two picks, you kind of have to go wide receiver, in my opinion. I with Ezekiel Elliott being out six games, I don't know how you could pick him in the top top three at least. Like he was top three, obviously if he wasn't suspended, but. I mean, besides Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson, I mean the next best running backs, um, Shady McCoy, and he's, no. i i, I, I just—I I even as Eagles fans, you know, like, you like, like you know, like not for as, fantasy value. You no, know, he's a—he's a running back number two. He's not. In my opinion, I mean, he produces, but the issue is he gets hurt and he's not consistent. Yeah. So, like, and they don't want him to get hurt if they want to have a long season with him. And so they don't play him as much as certain and what they did last year. So, which I'm is, not...
1: which make which takes away his fantasy value. Exactly. So, now but... what about, okay, I actually am a huge fan. You, fan, we didn't talk about this the other day when we were briefly talking about the lack of running backs this year. Jay Ajahi. Yeah, um, I he's like supposed him. to be the shit. I like
0: him. I'm not one of like the highest people on t- him. Like I don't, I don't know. It's tough. I think he's gonna well, have. He could be a breakout. The issue, though. the issue with that is, is their quarterback. You know, Tannehill just went down. He's yeah. down for the season. What um, Jay Cutler is gonna be there. Um, they're gonna be down in games, in my opinion. Now they don't have like a solid quarterback to start. So they're going to run the ball, but then if they get down in games, I mean, they're going to go away from the run. I mean, that's what everybody does. You want to go for the teams that, in my opinion, you know, have good offenses or have really good defenses because they'll always be relevant. Yeah. In the game, so I go like look at that. Like if you did a David Johnson, you know, I mean, last year they didn't do too well, at Arizona, but I mean, David Johnson, he was productive. I mean, and they're going to be good this year. David
1: Johnson's also a highly Le'Veon rated quarterback. Another uh, one, uh, uh, running back.
0: Yeah, Le'Veon Bell well, is going to have a huge year. No, probably. Le'Veon
1: Bell is the shit. I've had him I in love the last. Le'Veon. He's I've my had favorite him. Running back Well, he's so good. But here's the deal. Like, I he fucked me this past year because and and the year the before. Yeah, because he's always suspended for the first five games. Yeah, this, this year he's, he's not. not nah. So that's good. Yeah. Or, no.
0: no, well, I think the other year he was hurt. So he was suspended and he was hurt. No, so
1: he was suspended both years because I had uh, him both really? years. Well, so smokes, I know.
0: I mean, did you ever see his profile picture? He looks like he's high in the picture too. Yeah. So he smokes weed a lot. We I know,
1: know. And that's why I have been following also his, like, like I've been following like why he's suspended. And if you don't get D'Angelo Williams as a handcuff, which I did not last year. I got screwed for, like, the first couple games. I remember
0: trying to draft him, and somebody took him before because us. Because they know yeah. what the value
1: of that is in the first That's five the games. Issue. That's
0: going to be the same thing with Ezekiel Elliott this year, though, too. If you do draft Ezekiel Elliott, you have to get his handcuff. If not, you're pretty much screwed for six weeks.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? Seven Le-
0: weeks, actually, with the bye week, Le'Veon too. Bell's
1: probably, like, RB, first RB pickup. If you get, if oh, you get yeah. like, first or he's, second pick, he's you get my him. Number,
0: he's my number one. For sure. Uh, David Johnson's a close second, though. I mean, I don't even mind having him. Like, if I... I might even debate that, even with the first pick, because David Johnson just produces, and he can—he's been staying healthy, so yeah. that might take over. But Le'Veon would probably, if he stays healthy, have more points than him. But I would
1: go Le'Veon first but if I, I had I, the choice. I like
0: Le'Veon. I probably pick Le'Veon first.
1: Well, I mean, and, and it also helps when you've had this player in the past, and you like know what they're capable yeah. of, and you so you really like study them. And I've had him two years in a row. And even through suspensions, like have taken him as like my first pick. Right. I think two years in a row, actually. There's
0: some there's some interesting picks. They're ranking some running backs low, like Todd Gurley. I know mm-hmm. he had a terrible year last year. Yeah, uh, but. I mean, they're ranking him as a second running back low, and I'm like curious. I'm if he's there, I'm taking him. He could be a boomer bust player, yeah, and that's worth it for your second running back. I really like him. At what I like where he's getting drafted this year at least so far. Yeah,
1: I think so. And then also they have there's like you when you talk about running backs, there's some like rookies that are like high up there, like with Fournette and Mixon. Yeah, Uh
0: yeah. There's the, a lot of talk year. about those All right, guys. So for, Fournette, in my opinion, he is a good running back to take this year. The issue is he's not a he's not a catching running back though. He doesn't yeah. catch a lot of passes. My favorite one out of the rookie is gonna be Dalvin Cook because he can do every position. Yeah. And um he already showed in preseason that he can catch the ball really well and he showed in I mean college that he can run the ball really well. So I would watch out for him. He's he's one of my high rookie picks this year. Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey too.
1: Yeah, I have to figure out a way to get myself on a fantasy team because my fantasy league just ended I've been, you know, everybody that plays fantasy football knows how devastating this is. I've been on the same team since 2007, so for 10 years, I've won the I won the league the very first year I was in it. Uh, Remember, I told you everybody made fun of me for picking up Wes Welker because he was 15 out of 15. That was a good year, you know. I'm living in the past, but whatever. Why not? not? Well, it's because nobody knew who he was, and they were like Wes Welker, and I was like, "Fuck you guys!" And then I won. And um, this past year, I came in. I've actually placed the last like four years. And I've also never come in last. So I was like a side. But, you know, sometimes leagues break up, people move on. And the problem is now is me trying to get into a league. Everybody I know is in like the same league. That's like this has been going on for a thousand years. Unless somebody dies, you're like not getting in this league. Plus, I'm a girl, and let's be honest, it's a little bit harder because nobody wants to pick up a girl unless they like know how serious they are. I know you would vouch for me if I could get into any did. one of your fucking three leads. Well, leagues. and
0: that's what I said in my and when I was talking to all my buddies. So the issue was, is he that everybody when I asked the question is like, is everybody going to do the lead this year? And every single person said yes, even though I kind of wanted to kick out. Um, you know, two people because they're like inactive, but they said that they're going to try harder this year, blah, 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 which isn't like a bad thing because they're like an easy win, but like, it like kind of ruins it if they're not paying attention at all. So, like, it you know, does ruin it.
1: Well, let me ask you this I'm going to put more pressure on you to get me in one of your leagues. Do you are you maxed out on all? Because remember how much like my league sucked one year or last year because I had 16 teams. Well, do you have like also a very strong stance on like the limit of the number of teams? Yeah,
0: like I always think. I mean, if there's a ten-person league that I was in, I'd like to bump it to twelve. Twelve is my favorite number. I don't think you can go over twelve. In my, my I think opinion. fourteen is okay. It's, it's tough because yeah, I mean, I guess you can go fourteen. I might. I, I'll try to talk them into it. I've never done a 14 one. one. I've done a sixteen, and I didn't like no, it. No, sixteen
1: sucked. That's what it's I did way last too year. Too many
0: people. So that's why I think fourteen still might be a little bit too high. But twelve is like a perfect number because you have like a solid group of guys and then you have like some like you know and girls well no i'm talking about as the oh yeah yeah players oh yeah um i'm already getting pissed (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um no there you have like a solid core of players already um with your probably first six or seven picks then you have those sleeper guys that you can start so yeah when you get like to that you're you're starting to get like you know three guys that are like you know your starter players and then you know, you're you're really you're kind of reaching for like other players. Well, opinion, and the but. reason
1: why I kind of want to be in your league as like my first choice since my league has ended, is because like I already have fun talking shit to your friends. Yeah, it's like fun. the one dude who like talks shit about Clemson, Alabama, he's and he's he's, yeah, and then your other friend Jeff Gerald, Gerald or whatever. Yeah. Like I like talking shit to him before, and so what I feel like talking shit to him. But I know, right? But like I feel like because he like looks like a Jersey Shore dude, and like I but I feel like that's why I would fit in really well. Yeah. Because I would just kind of be like, a, you know, probably the girl from California that beats everyone.
0: Well, last year, um, Mike Ginto, one of our, you know,
1: other yeah. people in it, he. Uh, Tell him I'm going to kidnap Ralph the Bulldog if they don't let me in the league. They'll probably actually not mind it. <laughs> um, no, nah, they would. Um, Stop flipping
0: your shoe. Sorry. It's okay. I'll keep doing it. Um, no, last year. <laughs> Big sister, little he, sister uh, stuff. He, like, I mean, little messed brother. up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> little brother, I meant. Sorry. Go ahead. Go Any, ahead. Anyway. Jinto messed up.
0: Jinto messed up the draft last year, and um, he picked Doug Martin with his first pick when he had the first pick what overall. What an idiot. Yeah, but no. no. know what happened what, was What, the this, steel hamster, or whatever they call This is why we're it? taking over the commissioner role, because last year he kept complaining about it throughout the whole draft, and we're in the third round, and the commissioner redid the draft. So what everybody <gasps> picked from the beginning. That's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody. It, it was like a whole thing. So wait,
1: who's the commissioner?
0: Uh, some guy named fox he looks like he's 80 years old but he's like younger than me
1: um so you, or is somebody else gonna be the commissioner because you can't well, you we can't we sure do that should. so
0: i'm gonna be co-commissioner with jeff oh, this good. year so that's, that's why i was trying to get you into the league yeah. and kick out the dumbasses yeah but, um we'll see it, it was just a talk of yesterday so we'll well, well i appreciate i appreciate him. your help yeah. in this
1: because you know how serious i am about it and I mean, like,
0: my one friend i asked if he's going to be in it and he has no idea what even football is, in my opinion. He actually, like he like won like two games and like gave up last year. Here's here's
1: an idea that I have. It's a little bit schemey, but like, you know, we could do it. If he says he's not, if he ends up not being in it, then just don't ask anybody for permission since you're the co-commission guy just give me his login
0: well i mean most of the people already said they wanted you, they were fine with you being in it Okay. but again the issue is that we had a full the full roster at the moment so that's why yeah. you couldn't get you in so they're fine with you being in it unless we have a spot open so at yeah. the moment we don't have a spot open but i'll still push the issue we still have what you know we still we're not going to draft until after the third preseason game anyway and
1: we're or we're, or we're not to or just not past the, the first yeah. yeah well and see this see, okay listeners see this is what it's like for a, a I do feel like this is what it's like for a girl, though, to try to it not is. not in your because like nobody like I also have been talking this other team. It's caught they they call it the toilet bowl because I don't know, I guess when you or they something to take a lot of shits. No, it's it's something weird. Like when you're in the like the you know, when you play the losers, when you don't win and stuff. But their league is one of those like fun leagues that you see on ESPN where like. The loser of the yeah, toilet bowl. Yeah, um, you are actually
0: airing those right now. They sure.
1: actually get all the guys get a chance to get together and they get about two months, because I've a- actually been able to participate in like helping come up with the name, where they come up with like the meanest, meanest name for that that their friend for that year, and in, and they like make a point to say it in public to people, and then they and they yeah, also make that person awesome. say their the name that they've chosen for them. Two people in public so say if they play golf they make him like uh, make the tea time right and then they call it over the loudspeaker and it's like probably some and it's something like so mean it's like so mean like if you're if you're like adopted oh get out of here you shouldn't even pl- probably play in this for the, la- the chance that you could come in last and then they get to like come up with a name i can't remember like the the name of right now but like um so i was trying to get in that one too and they were like what we're lobbying for you But once again, it's like if somebody dies, or not really, but like if somebody's not in it, but like we're not going to add anybody because we're at 14, which I understand you can't add a 15. That doesn't even make sense. So, and nobody wants to be in a 16 team league. So that's where I think you guys should be okay with 14. And then I'll add a lot of flavor to the mix. And then even (laughs) add some money and the money pool goes up. Yeah, it does. And also um like i am really serious about it and we've been cohorts on uh cohorts cohorts i don't know how you say it hogwarts on um fantasy football for years and now we'd actually get to play against each other so it'd be like it would almost be like i was even though i'm older than you i've like your protege like you've made me into the monster that i am <laughs> the fan from a fantasy football perspective and now you get to see how well you're, you have done. Well, I think. And, that, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's the funniest part about it, because I even said something to them about it. And then I was like, you know what? She's going to try harder than everybody in here. Um She's won her league before. So I'm like. twice Or twice. Yeah. So. least
1: five times.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Like, you guys probably be in trouble. So I don't know if I actually want to do that to you guys or hurt your like confidence about a woman beating you. But. Oh, my
1: God. That's a good. That's a really good way to get me in, though, because then they'll be like, oh, fuck that. She won't beat I me. I tried
0: it but uh you know it's a good angle i'll talk to jeff about it he, he he's the jeff knows
1: me he likes all my pictures on on um instagram
0: <laughs> i should probably do an instagram too huh
1: you should get on instagram everyone's on instagram i just never i actually don't even think i ever even looked at it honestly to tell you the truth T, you are on instagram because i post shit all the time <laughs> and carly <laughs>
0: does too so i know i'm on there yeah Oh, you're
1: o- you're always on her insta stories yeah, know. you know i mean it's like snapchat but nobody's on snapchat yeah. anymore and, I mean, for a guy who's in his 20s, like, you got to get with the times, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I know. But, you know, there's something
1: beautiful about people that aren't obsessed with social no, media.
0: Outside, I mean, like, I'm, you know, out, outdoor activities all the time. You know, I'm still doing all that.
1: Yeah, outdoor I activities. Tried to go
0: fishing, I tried to go fishing today. Uh, apparently it's gonna rain all day here, and it's been still raining. So I guess I couldn't do that. So that kind of hurt me.
1: Well, I mean, that's probably
0: when I needed. But you could you
1: could have. But see when see here's the the thing that you're not thinking of though. You're not thinking outside the box here. When you're on the boat or are you in a boat? Or uh, are you on the Okay. Matters. Or you're like standing on the side of the creek, whatever it is yeah. that you're doing. You could be Instagram. You could be. F- Instagr- Insta storying your fishing. I
0: keep thinking of Insta facing while you're saying that.
1: Well, okay, it's like <laughs> Snapchatting, so you could be like taking a picture of it while you're doing it, so you could actually be doing both at the same time if you want to.
0: Yeah, I still use Facebook obviously a lot. But,
1: uh, Facebook's but for like old people. I
0: know, that's, apparently that's what I'm hearing now.
1: It is, and actually, like, like, um, I feel like our parents are... And plus, like, our parents yeah, are our on parents it. Yeah, parents are
0: always on it, too. It's, like, too, uh, so yeah, annoying. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. It, it really is I'm, annoying. I'm all, and I, like, s- can't post anything unless, like, hearing from mom or dad about... Or not even dad as much as nah. mom. But it's, like, not even and not even just our parents. It'd be, like, our relatives, too, like, commenting on our pictures about weird things. And I'm, like, you know what?
1: Mom will always comment on my Facebook pictures and be, like, who's your mother? <laughs> and it's like, come on, That's mom. That's kind of funny, though. I know. <laughs> who's your mama? And it's, like, come on. And she never just likes something. She always does the heart one. Uh, yeah. Even if she doesn't understand, like, what it is, you know? And then... Um, my favorite was when she first got on it and she was calling it my face. She's like, are you on that? My face. Cause <laughs> she was getting it. My um, Facebook and my, and MySpace confused. No, I was like, mom, there were so many that jokes Sounds like
0: Bill Belichick right now. Well, Tom, Tom
1: Papa, a, a very successful comedian already fucking does a joke that I started writing, which is that his mother or somebody in his family also calls it my face. And think about, all the jokes that are there with your mother calling something. Oh, your father's on my face, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) And so I started writing jokes and then I heard his bit and I was like, shit, it's like even hard to write jokes nowadays when your parents do funny stuff because everybody else's parents are doing it. But mom really writes a couple good ones, you know? Yeah. Um, she's super like, I, she, okay, this, I know this is not right, but today in the car I've been, I've been reprimanding her because you know, older generations say words you're not allowed to say anymore and so there's a war. so i told her your mom you're not allowed to say oriental anymore like that's not a thing okay and she's like well what about a rug and i'm like i, I okay that's fine but not about a person okay we just don't call them oriental we call them asian so today she goes yeah so I, you know i went to the chinese food store or to get, get chinese food she goes "Oh, i'm sorry you're not allowed to say chinese i went <laughs> to get oriental i was like mom <laughs> jesus christ you know <laughs> like Jesus H. Superstar like it's like even when you tell ta- even when she's trying to like not be wrong, she's wrong, which is super funny. But anyways, talking about um, she's funner
0: than she knows, she's actually funny.
1: Yeah. But when you tell it, when you call her out and you like try to bust her b- chops for it, she then gets- she gets all sensitive. and She's like, well, I don't know. Nobody tells me anything. <laughs> and it's like even tonight. Like right now, we're like we're gonna do a podcast. This is super cool because we're finally t- it together. Yeah, and you don't have to call in over the phone and be like, um, excuse me, Shannon, I can't hear you." <laughs> and she's like, "Can I can I stay for the podcast?" And we're like, "Well, you don't really know anything about sports," and uh, probably we're also gonna talk Shannon a little bit. But like, <laughs> and now of course I just taught her how to download a podcast, so she's gonna listen to this she's one.
0: Definitely gonna
1: to it. Oh no! Well, th- so for this five minute segment, she's probably gonna like put Kleenex all over her face. But like, she's like. Can I stay? And we're like, for why? And she's like, for what? And she's like, to watch to like watch you guys podcast. I'm like, no. I mean, like, it, it it'd be like it's gonna be better if you're not here, you know, because you'll probably be like just being silly and I don't know. Like, it's just we're talking about stuff. And then she's like, fine, I'll leave. <laughs> and then she just walks out and leaves. I know. This is our mother, though. You know, yeah. this is where we come from. This is partially why I'm a comedian, because you know some level of dysfunction makes you funny the other part just makes you dysfunctional (laughs) but anyways um i have to pee real quick i'm sorry everyone that's really gross but i'll be right back okay we're back now from peeing (laughs) (laughs) um so one real quick thing i want to call out is when we weren't tyler wasn't you weren't sure if you wanted to watch like 82 game of thrones episodes last night he um, put it on the Phillies game while we deliberated. It. And we're down on the Phillies, obviously, this year. So we did get... Even though they did beat the Mets, which is always exciting, we did get to see... Royce Hoskins. Yeah, hit a home run. And that was fun.
0: So funny story about that is he actually had another one later in the game, too.
1: No shit. Yeah. We were watching Game of Thrones. And yeah. they just brought him up.
0: They They brought him up. So he... Well... They brought him up probably last week, but he's played. He had like like sixteen at bats, and he hasn't got a hit. He had an RBI, but it was like like a fielder's choice. Yeah. But now, like since he hit that one home run, he like went crazy after that. So well,
1: he hit the shit out of that ball too. Oh
0: yeah, it wasn't even. It was like a hey, what, like you a second second decker. Mic second decker.
1: Um, sorry. Just keep your keep keep it here. I always move. Sorry, that's fine. We'll move with the mic, you know. Like if you want to lounge, just like take your face with it. Yeah, (laughs) you're dancing with it now. There you go. We do that again for my Insta story in a minute. Yeah, sure. Okay, but no, that was exciting because you know that we just want the Phillies to be good again. So it's nice to see them bring people up and and those people, like like he's always he's been talked about for like a while. Yeah, you know
0: him. um, They brought up. Uh, the catcher, he's like escaping my mind right now what his name is, but they're starting to bring players up, which is great. Um, most of the top recruits, it still kind of stinks like JP Crawford. I'm still waiting, he's starting to hit better. Um, but they wanted to bring him up around the same time, and he's only hitting like 240 right now. But he started the season at 100, so yeah, I mean, he's starting to hit better, but like we're still waiting. Um, players, but it actually is starting to look like we have young talent. And that's like the biggest thing.
1: Well, that's the most important thing because you, at least if we're not going to be good, you want to see them like taking steps for us to be right. actually good, you know? Right. Um, do, will you do that dancing mic thing again? Because then I can be like, Yay! Yeah, so we're, we're sorry, guys. We're doing sorry, an Instagram I, I story. Stop for dancing. Um, no, you should stop for dancing. Um, but yeah, no, that was exciting. But I just wanted to give the fills a quick shout because we—that was just like we were both just like laying there last night. We're like feelings, and then he hit that home run, and then they did the cool thing in the dugout where they're like pretend like he sucks, and then they all like jump on his head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyways, let's talk about training camp and preseason.
0: Right. So they made that big trade last week for uh, Jordan Matthews, which is Jordan Matthews and a third round pick for Ronald Darby, which is cool. Um, Yeah.
1: So it's cool.
0: I'm still I'm not 100 percent on the trade because, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to take it. Like Ronald Darby is supposed to be like this shutdown corner and he's only 23 years old. Right. So. I can see the potential in that. The issue I have with it is, is you just took away Jordan Matthews, who was Wentz's like favorite target yeah. to throw it to. It. I understand people has like this thing against him that he doesn't catch the ball. Whatever, whatever you want to say, it doesn't matter. It was his favorite target. He was one of the most productive slot receivers. Uh, for like the last three years but in the game,
1: how how okay he w- okay I agree with you, but I thought about this after we talked about it the other day because I I agree that Wentz is very comfortable with him, and they also didn't consult with him. And I always kind of like when they consult with the quarterback, or at least you hear that because it means he's a you part should. of the decision. And you know when they were like, oh, they didn't tell him, and it was a shock to him. But Jordan Matthews, <laughs> 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 but I, I feel strongly about this because my um, earphone just popped out. But devil's advocate is Jordan Matthews. You can say he's been the most productive, but how productive has Philly's fucking offense been in the last two years, which is uh, not enough to make the playoffs. And also, Um, Jordan Matthews is good, but he's not great. And he, he might be the favorite target, but how many times has that guy bobbled the ball, dropped the ball? Like he's not, he's not like what we could he's no like Alshon Jeffrey. He's no like top receiver. So yeah, I agree. But I also think Wentz is a good enough quarterback that he can connect and form a connection with most wide receivers and most wide receivers that we have now on the squad, um, Technically, are going to put up better stats than him because, like Jordan Matthews. Okay, look at look at it this way. Here, here, here. Let me look look at it this way. Look at it this way. Jordan Matthews has been our most quote you right right just now most productive receiver in the last three seasons. How many how many people in the NFL? How many people are drafting him on their fantasy team and playing him consistently each week? Versus, think about it this way:
0: they have him, they don't play him every week.
1: Right? Versus. A, a wide receiver on any other team that is the most productive receiver for that team that you're playing every week. So the point of it is this product I guess it's a matter of how you look at productivity because, okay, let's compare him. I know this is a huge comparison, but let's look at like Antonio Brown, the best wide receiver in the NFL. Okay. That guy is somebody that you're playing each week that is putting up big stats? He's the number one receiver for Ben Roethlisberger. Why do we want Jordan Matthews?
0: So this issue that's is, a good comparison. Well, it is, but this issue So what you're saying is, and I understand he's not a like a wide receiver one productive type of player. No, but that's he's not, not even
1: a wide receiver two type product.
0: I would say uh, first, I don't know about that because Torrey Smith. Is our wide receiver number two? and I think he would be. I don't think Torrey Smith is that good. He's older. He's he's had productive years, but he. I still think Jordan Matthews would have had a better uh, season than him. Now Alshon Jeffrey, I understand he's wide receiver number one. He's going if he stays healthy, he would be a top five wide receiver. But jo-
1: so Jordan Matthews, he's a nice
0: compliment. He's a nice compliment to Alshon Jeffrey. So
1: I agree, but Jordan Matthews is. I was also like kind of concerned about this trade when I saw it, because of the same things that you're saying. He's once his biggest target. He's been productive for us. However, he's not getting the job done. And at the end of the day, if if he's the best we've got, and we're put we're we're cashing all our chips in on Jordan Matthews, them no. You you know what I mean? So like it's we're we're so, really just talking about a mediocre offense yeah. I, of the well, past, and yeah. and sometimes you know. But you got to think now too,
0: though. Who who's filling his spot is Nelson Aguilar, and he's been way. I know less you and I are down on Aguilar.
1: We and always I have. You know what, I would have rather they're gotten. They're, yeah. They're
0: talking about him having a great training camp. That's great, and he did that in the last couple of years. He doesn't produce on the field, so my issue is. You're taking out the whole issue is it like I understand what you're saying. The whole issue is you're taking out Jordan Matthews, who had a productive career, to put in Nelson Aguilar instead. Well, that's my mm-hmm. issue. Like no, that's I understand. You, no, you're taking away. You 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 kind of like diminish. But we
1: got Darby in return, so we let's did. not act like we didn't get anything for but, it.
0: But it's now saying, yeah, Darby is supposed to be this guy. If he's not. it's it's a very very bad trade because we gave away a a third round pick with him it's not even just Matthews you can trade it it's a third round pick for next year and that's you know that's a player that could be you know a potential you know
1: and to our enemy
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: I agree I I totally agree that's why I'm not
0: high on the trade I understand if you traded like Darby from Jordan Matthews straight up we would have won that trade you know of course but you're putting a third round pick in and picks these days are high value yeah
1: it's a controversial trade and at first. First, I was not on board with it, but I think I, I like let it like marinate for a minute. And also when you, me and, and dad were like arguing about this or debating about it, I wouldn't say arguing, but we were having a debate about it the other day because, you know, our we were actually going to call this episode Philly family talk because dad <laughs> has a lot of opinions. But he did bring up a good point, too, that if you also Matthews was not. Wentz's number one target because Ertz what was and has been. That's
0: Apple's own that's his tight end to the wide receiver though. I know,
1: I know. They're two different positions and I understand, but he still has his number one guy, even though he's in a tight end position, and we traditionally know that tight ends get the ball less than wide receivers, but on the Eagles, that's not necessarily true. You know? And
0: what they're saying now is and well this is what eases my mind a little bit is watching Talk right into it. And I hope Mac (laughs) Hollins It pans out Again he's Collins. a rookie um, He could feel that spot too If Aguilar um, Doesn't show up Which I I, honestly like people were talking i'm still have like a bone to pick about Aguilar. i
1: understand I'm, I'm totally on board with you i think that guy green Be- i was more on the green beckham train Yeah, i don't like either no no i don't either You're but right. i was more on the green beckham train than i was on the agalore train just because green beckham at least has size and he could like stiff arm a guy and the problem with him we already know because we've talked about this before and attitude. i posted my favorite meme and it's like who names their son um Dorial. Doriel. Anyway, finding Doriel. a guy, a <laughs> story about a guy who doesn't know why his parents named Doriel. But anyways, but that was that's not the point. But like Aguilar could k- kill it this year. And guess what? If he does, then three months from now, are we going to be ragging on the dude? Like, no, no. And
0: most of this is me like hoping that this doesn't happen. It's just from what you view. From either them playing last year And in training camp right now Yeah I mean They're like Trying to make Aguilar sound like this hero Who's gonna have a great year this year And they're like You know Watch out for him But we have been watching out for him And he's you know, in that done last, nothing in that last game. I don't care what people got. Us, he looked exactly like the player from last year. But you
1: know what I want to say? Everybody likes a comeback kid. This is I his do. last I shot. Love it. I, I, this, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, this is his last shot. He knows what he can do. There's been report like he's he's a lot of talk about him being like underperforming and choking. And it's not necessarily been his ability, his lack of ability that's held him back. It's his it's his head. Yeah, and hopefully exactly. they've been able to get him to the point where they can finally get the the production out of him for the reason why he's even on the team in the first place. and this is it for him. three strikes are out. So you know this is what his third season with the Eagles. Right. Uh, so I agree. I'm not high on him either i I feel a little bit i mean, I feel like it'd be cool. I think you and I would be singing a different song right now if we got if if we got rid of Aguilar and got Darby. We'd be very pro that trade. If
0: it was uh, Aguilar and a third rounder for Darby, yes, we would have made out in that trade. But again, and, and I understand the lack of production. People look at numbers and think like when I even put that out there to say he was most productive, we watched him not catch the ball on third downs. Like, we watched he, him drop he, him. And yeah, in like crucial situations was that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. I understand. It's that.
1: almost like if you're running a business and your revenue is just OK because your top salesperson is just an OK salesperson. And then all of a sudden you bring in all these people that have the potential to be great salespeople and and actually make you money and then you're like well wait but it was safe with this okay salesperson we did okay like we we didn't break the bank like in my mind we were accepting mediocrity with Matthews as our number one receiver and we we you and I both know that if we are going into this year with him as our top prospect for for wide receiver one for the Eagles. We would not feel good about that. So, I mean, you have to look at it from from a different standpoint. I think it would be safer to leave him on the team. But at the same time, like, he was the best that we had for, like, a while. And that just wasn't good enough.
0: Yeah, but then, like, Like, we we, we did not make the
1: playoffs. We were fucking fourth. I know. You know? And I don't think... We're talking about a team that we know is better than that. You
0: can't bank on him being... Because he wasn't really the issue last year. It was the offensive line. Of course. And it was a lack of production with wide receiver. Yes, I give that. But then there's also the defense and we, we made transactions that was, should benefit this year for it. We, well, added we to it the better defense.
1: fucking be um
0: with the the addition of Alshon Jeffrey it makes your wide receiver core look a lot better.
1: It does. Um
0: the, the what I wanted to keep was it's not him being the number one and being the safe pick. It's he's he can be a th- he could be a third Threat. help yeah. to uh, Alshon Jeffrey totally. You know he actually um, he
1: adds he adds dimension to the field right. for sure. I agree with that. I agree with all those things. But if Darby is able to do what he's capable of as well, it's a lot of like what's and ifs for sure. It it's a lot of question marks. But we at least we know. We have people with proven backgrounds. And even Torrey Smith, like, I know what you're saying. He's old, but he's he does he's have... He's
0: actually only 28, but he seems like oh he's really God, old. Oh, my God, that's
1: crazy. I know. Yeah. We're like, we're like, you know, we know he's 65. Yeah. Well, he's been playing since...
0: <laughs> he's been playing, like, seven or eight seasons. He's been here since he was, like, 20 years old.
1: So but you it also... seems like
0: he's old as hell, but he's only 28, which is crazy. But he does... W- it's where, still. yeah. You know, that's that's playing in a, a pro football league for eight years, getting your ass beat around.
1: Well, and here's the other thing. Hollins. I know he only caught one touchdown, but that was pretty sick. Carson Wentz was perfection in his just one debut so far this year. But well, that's w- the, but we're Carson Wentz fans, yeah, and if we weren't, and about. if we weren't fan, like I, if this was like a Sam Bradford year, I'd be sitting here talking shit and being very nervous. But like we believe in our quarterback, we believe in our backup quarterback. See, this is not
0: it's not really a smokescreen either. Like people are like, oh, like, uh, like oh, he threw a nice touchdown pass in the preseason game. If you watched him play it's not what he did on the field with throwing the, throwing the ball. It was he dipped um, players. Like, uh, I think, who was it? Matthews. Yeah. Um, came straight at him, and he hit a shoulder shrug, went to the side, and threw a touchdown pass to Molly Collins. Yeah. It's not just, like, the production of throwing the ball. It's the production of moving around the pocket. He doesn't get sacked. He can move. He's a agi- Like, he's agile. He can run the ball if he has to. He so, can like, read a defense. You know, yeah, exactly. So, like, have all those traits as a quarterback you know that's that's rare you know usually they have like one or two of those traits if you have all of it that's something to get excited about yeah
1: for sure i agree like for the first time in a long time i'm really excited about our quarterback because i have said this since i was fucking literally born and like you know had the opportunity because you weren't born for seven years later so dad our father just thought I was a boy for seven years cause he didn't know what to do. Cause he didn't have one yet. And like, dad's like, you know, dad. So like I got to go to all the Eagles games. I got to, I got to sit on his lap at games and at the old veteran stadium. And I got to hear and very much like absorb like what quarterbacking is. And like, I, feel like the, one of my first memory of sports in my entire life is watching Randall Cunningham play and watching a running quarterback, one of the first running quarterbacks, if you will. And that was a really, that really shaped, like when I say this, it's because this is why I, like I analyze quarterbacks so much because it really shaped my understanding of what quarterbacks are capable of. And so I have analyzed this for years and I never loved Donovan McNabb as much as like Philadelphia loves it. I love him and I, and I'm so happy for what he did, but I also feel like I used to analyze like quarterbacks, like Joe Montana and, and, and compare him to like a Randall Cunningham, and then take that and then compare him to like a Donovan McNabb and then compare him to a Vic and like these guys had a lot of weapons and they could do a lot of cool things. Like Vic did the cool wildcat shit outside of just being a great running quarterback. But I don't feel in my lifetime that I have ever seen a quarterback that is like a dynasty quarterback. And I know that's like a big, a big statement, but like somebody who can read a defense who can move around in the pocket, who can make really good decisions. And obviously you have to have a good offensive line for that to be capable for for him to do that, but Wentz is probably the first guy I I can actually truth truthfully say that I see that in him, and that's that's what's important. That's a very important. Like wide receivers come and go, and obviously you need to have assets on all parts of the field. But like you know what I'm trying to say, right?
0: Right. I'm no, just really coming. I, I'm bringing
1: it back to the quarterback. I, you know. And
0: I agree. So like the way I, I view the whole Carson Wentz um, thing is I wasn't totally high on him when we drafted him. I thought it was like a reach but like it could go either way because he's from North Dakota. I mean they don't play anybody. Obviously they did win state <laughs> championship games. Yeah. But um or not state they play uh, like national. Bears. I'm sorry, national championship games in their know. division. So like that's cool but like they're still not playing anybody. The the way I'm judging it is he had the whole hype and he had a good year last year. He had some downfalls. He did some things that, you know, He, like, he didn't look good in the pocket at certain times, blah, blah, blah. He looked like he digressed a teeny bit from the start when he had, like, an amazing start. So, what I wanted to see when he played the first preseason this year, and I know it's preseason, blah, blah, blah. They're still playing the ones when he's in there. Um, I just wanted to see, like, you know, what he, like didn't do good last year and start doing good this year so the first drive that he even played he went what six for six and a touchdown he He, had a perfect it was actually perfect it wasn't even just like he threw the ball there was a great line the line had a bad game they he was running around the pocket and throwing the ball and he was completing these passes he dipped again what i was saying uh matthews on one pass and threw it to Malik collins for like an open touchdown yeah that was an amazing touchdown by the way two (laughs) stiff arms that was great yeah but um, no, it just shows the poise. Like, there's a lot of pressure on him. He knows that people are like, "Oh, he's great, he's great." And it's not even just Eagle fans; it's, it's everywhere. Everybody. Like, they're all saying, and a lot of people like, "Hey, if you're gonna tell me I'm great, I'm great." Like, I'm you know a little nervous to like have like a bad game. He comes out and has a perfect passer rating. But the
1: best quarterbacks play the best under pressure. Exactly. And because there's a lot of hype on him, it's year two. He showed us a lot of good things last year, and he has our former starter, who we did not want to not be our starter anymore as his fucking backup yeah. like that's a lot of pressure to keep your job and I think that you need that pressure
0: and this is yeah and this is the thing that people try to knock Philly fans we had the quarterback who is his backup and Foles they were saying that he um, still close
1: yeah I'm still yelling at Tyler. I'm I'm non-verbally yelling at Tyler about the microphone handling.
0: So, like, he had a – Nick Foles, going back a couple years when he was on our team, he had a 27-2 with Chip Kelly. We love Foles. And he had a great year. We went to the playoffs and everything, but we were still knocking him. Yeah. So the issue And it, and it oh, wait, shows I, I love Foles I like him the, the issue is That we were knocking him As still not being the, the number one guy And people are like Yo Philly fans are crazy Philly fans are crazy Like how is he not The number one guy Well look at him now He went to another team He didn't start He did bad Now he's our backup So we know what we're Talking about At least a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, You yeah. know what I mean Like they try to knock us For like oh you guys Just talk trash on everybody But like no, we're, no. We, we we analyze I understand. We, we okay. analyze the player So when, when all the Philly fans Are actually actually on like behind this guy it's very rare when that happens yeah so that's what like you know i believe it you know, I, i'm still weary about it obviously he's still young it's only his second year he can digress but from what i'm seeing right now is he could be that guy and that's great to see
1: yeah and you know honestly like when i say philly fans love Foles, i think it was it, what i'm saying well, is and we do yeah yeah like he he produced pretty well for us but at the same time we knew he was a backup i think that When we got Sam Bradford, everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't I don't remember people fucking running down the street and cheering about that. And so it was like we got rid of a guy that's probably better than him. And I still believe that because, listen, I'm not talking about capability. I just no, I am, actually, because I, I, I was never ever happy about bradford ever and i'm still to this day like thank god we traded him to the vikings for a better pick
0: a first round pick actually i know and you know and that's
1: and that fed our defense which we need some help on and what's his name um uh, uh barrett barnett um you know i'm bad with names what is it barrett or barnett
0: our, uh, our first Barnett. round pick,
1: Barnett has been playing well in training. He, uh, first, he had two sacks the first yeah.
0: precinct game, and
1: and that was and that's basically a, a result of getting rid of Bradford, which is right because he was our first round pick, and then we got Sydney, and he's hurt. Gant, uh, Sydney Jones. Oh Jones, why do I call him Gant? Um. Who's G A N T T? There's somebody. You know I'm terrible with names. He's gonna be great, but he's hurt, and I always question the like people who get hurt pickups but anyhow we need a lot we need to do some work on our defense and that's basically a result of brad getting rid of bradford
0: well actually going back to sydney jones um i agree with picking up hurt players but the thing is he was supposed to be the number one cornerback off the board he's supposed to be a top five pick i know so if you're getting him in second round third round i know he tore his achilles but with the pickup of or the trade that we just did for Darby mm-hmm. actually kind of helps. Because if it when he eventually comes back, if Darby's that guy, I mean, it's a good duo.
1: Yeah, it really is. No, that's a great point. And then on top of that, um, we haven't really talked a lot about our running game because that's a little bit of a question mark, too. It's not
0: even the
1: running backs.
0: It's not really the running back. So it's the coaching. So he even said it, and I read an article about it. They did the same thing they did last year. They did like seventy five percent passing, twenty five percent run. They need to balance that more. Yeah. And we have Blunt who can bruise. Um, uh, we have that guy Pumphrey who can also catch the ball and We have Sproles. There's guys back there, um, that can play, and we need to utilize them more. And they know that, and they've said it. So hopefully, like we can see like a little bit of a transition to stop throwing the ball like eighty percent of the time. How
1: much do you think they're gonna use Blunt? Like, how, do, how much?
0: He's going to be obviously short down back, but um, it matters. It it matters. It's kind
1: of a cool dynamic, though, considering, like, look at our backs of the past in, like, the last, like, year or two or whatever. Like, Um, that's kind of a neat, like, like, uh, we I think we have, like, a good setup and and fucking Sproles. Come on. Like, I mean, that guy. I mean, I know he's not he can't be everything. And we tried to use him as everything last year and that was kind of to our detriment because you can't and you'll kill him because <laughs> he's so yeah. small but like now that they've balanced it out a little bit more with like a little bit of diversity in the in the backfield like yeah. I think we could have like a really killer game there
0: and I, I would like to see it Um there's another guy who's undrafted who I actually do like he's actually a local person from Glassboro, New Jersey, <gasps> Corey Clement. Yeah so I want to see him we'll a little bit What's up Glassboro
1: more. that's where our parents went to college and yeah. that's where they mm-hmm. met. Hey Tyler and I wouldn't exist if it weren't for Glassboro State <gasps> which exactly. is now exactly. called Rowan. Exactly. So anyway, go, is he did he go to Rowan?
0: He he no he went to no he's from oh he's from school. Glassboro that's yeah, right yeah so he went to high school at Gla- in Glassboro but he went to college at Wisconsin that's he right was very very productive there uh, the knock on him is his speed obviously but he's a yeah. bruiser he's like two twenty two thirty but he hits hard and like that's what I'm saying he he had a decent he had would the he best, be like actually, a power back
1: maybe or yeah, like a red zone back or something he had the
0: best uh, he had the longest run and the best run of the last preseason game but we didn't run the ball that well obviously yeah but well that
1: whole fucking demarco murray thing was a bust you know well demarco murray but you know what you're talking to the microphone too sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I, I move so much it's okay um you know what? No, the DeMarco Murray thing is actually- Get used to it,
1: superstar. You got to use the mic, up, the mic, like, you know, move your head, move the mic. Anyway, go ahead. DeMarco Murray.
0: But DeMarco Murray, he's actually succeeding at uh, Tennessee now. Yeah. So I don't know if that was the whole- Coaching. Coaching thing. But that was when Chip Kelly was here again, and then we got rid of him, which I actually was not with that, even though he wanted to leave. I thought he, he should have stayed, because then we actually would, probably would have had a starting running back. Yeah. Um. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, he's doing well in Tennessee now, so, but whatever. Well, oh, fuck who him. Cares. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't play for the Eagles anymore. Um, as we wrap up here, so who, who do you think, like, just, like, gun to your head, like, top five teams this year in the NFL?
0: Obviously, he, he always – the safe picks, the Patriots, is yep. probably number one. Um,
1: you don't have to rank them. You can just say top five teams in top no particular five teams.
0: order. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to actually diversify between NFC and AFC. Um, I still think Green Bay is going to be up there. I think Atlanta is going to be up there. Um, let's see, I who's do, your wild card pick? I I actually think it, it's going to finally be Kansas City. You think so? Uh, with I I'm kind of rooting for him. You know, what? I feel bad because we we talk trash on Andy Reid here. Not talk trash. No, but I we think like, I think Philly likes we, Andy Reid. I still trash talk because he never won the big game, and we're like upset about it, even though he's. But Probably That wasn't even ever. him.
1: He he coached and Brett Favre. Well, that guy.
0: I I kind of disagree because he's still doing it in Kansas City and he's choking. McNabb threw games. up in his
1: helmet that game. Come on. Yeah, but it's so, a combination of things. But again, he it, overstayed his welcome. But he was the best coach that we've had in yeah, in the last right. in our in our lifetime. What do you think about like for like wild card like top fives like J- like Jacksonville or like Tennessee? I think Tennessee could really be something.
0: Uh, I don't know. I actually think uh, the sleeper pick this year is Tampa Bay, mm.
1: uh,
0: just because of the you know the depth they have now at wide receiver. Oh, that's what
1: I meant. I didn't mean Jacksonville. I'm sorry. I get nah, the Flor- no, stinky. no. I'm sorry. I get the Florida teams mixed up. I meant to say Tennessee or Tampa Bay. Yeah.
0: Um, I do like Tennessee's Marietta. got some I weapons. Do like them. So they the reason why they're going to be relevant is because they have a really good offensive line. And they yeah. can run the ball. Um, I still like. I like Tampa Bay, though. I, I don't think their division is as tough. Even though... Wait. Yeah, I still don't... I just... I like their pick this year. I like Mike Evans. I like that they have Deshaun. Um, their defense has always been somewhat solid. Um, I'm going to watch from Hard Knocks right now, actually.
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, so... But we also... Because we're Clemson fans, we got to... we we'll also watch how Houston does this year. Because uh, Deshaun... Deshaun.
0: And he had a first... Watson, his first preseason yeah. game was good.
1: Yeah, and then also, um in my hood, which the, the game I'm trying to get fucking tickets to, is the L.A. Chargers, just to see, you know, Mike Williams because
0: he's hurt, he's done for the year, maybe.
1: Oh, he's done for the year? I didn't they, hear he's done I for the year. I just saw a
0: report. I think he might be done for the year. Oh my actually. god, yeah, I no, didn't hear I'm he was done for the year. Upset. I thought
1: no, I thought he was. I I know he, he got, got hurt, hurt but it, I thought he was. I thought he was gonna be back. By the
0: I don't know It's like mis- it's mixed reports right now So I'm hoping he comes back But it, it actually looks like he might not come back I feel year. like we
1: need one for the home team Because everybody that was like a superstar at Clemson Kind of dies in the NFL They all get hurt Sammy Watkins uh, CJ Spiller. Yeah,
0: he was supposed to be huge. I yeah, know, and he just wasn't, yeah. you know.
1: And then, well, maybe Deshaun will do something. But you know or what? At the end, they get arrested
0: like Martavis Bryant. But or- you
1: know what? At the end, of- I know, right? <laughs> he's supposed to be the shit too. But you know, he's coming back to we'll I know. See. You know, he's he's and actually. And
0: then you got DeAndre Hopkins, who's the best. Out I of
1: actually, I would pick up Martavius Bryan on my fantasy team. It's not a bad one. Nope. But here's what I want to say: If the Houston Texans were playing the Eagles, I'd be like, "Fuck you, Deshaun Watson." I love you. So but, like, you know, at the end of the day, we're the, all Philly.
0: Yeah, and it's a good pick because we don't play them.
1: We actually don't, so it yeah, doesn't it matter. <laughs> so we can talk um, mutually, exclusively. Unless it's the playoffs. Yeah, unless it's the playoffs. But anyways, all right, well, this was a good sesh from your living room. I know. it was. I wish we could do this in person all the time. I know. But well, you I'll
0: know, fly out to California once in a while just to do it. All right. Come so. out for
1: our, the two L.A. games because we get, we get the Eagles great. twice this year. Cool. I got tickets to the Rams in December. I, the reason I'm having pro- problems, is I already told you, and you already know, twenty-seven thousand is, is fucking twenty-seven thousand seats in the LA Chargers Carson Stadium. That That's is bullshit. That is crazy. I actually feel bad for the new LA Chargers because here's How the deal: the average me? stadium is like eighty thousand seats. I, mean, I think the least you said it has like sixty-five thousand.
0: Curious to watch that game when they're playing there to see like what it kind of looks like. That well, I mean,
1: there's more Eagles fans in the world than can fit in those seats. Yeah, so. seriously. Man, there's gonna be like a lot of parking lots. I, I'm definitely tailgating. I mean, that's a that's a fact. Yeah. And I mean, I'll probably you're like, Is that, yeah. one,
0: is that one closer than the Rams? They're team? the same. Oh, okay.
1: I mean, LA's everything in Why LA. Don't they takes they play at
0: the same stadium then? But, I guess it, it's like a.
1: They were actually originally supposed to when all this like hoopla was going down, you know, and before Oakland was moving to the to Vegas and whatnot. Uh, but like, yeah. but I think I think the new Charger Stadium is an old soccer stadium, and I think, but it's really a knock to the Chargers because, I mean, come on, you just cut their fan base down. Well, their fan base kind of sucked anyway, but, like, you just cut <laughs> their their ability to, like, fill seats down by three times. Yeah, it's,
0: it's like Minimum, a significant drop. Because,
1: okay, I don't know the stats on this, but, like, how how many seats is Lincoln financial it has to be over
0: 90,000. Right.
1: Well, okay, the the top no, well, it can't it can't be that far over because listen, or, uh, if that's true because I'm well, not, listen, exactly. the, the, a lot of stadiums have 80 to 90,000. Yeah. Before the Chargers, the least had 60,000. And now the Chargers stadium has 27,000. Like, what is this, fucking 1960? It's
0: literally one-third of, uh, like, the smallest Well, LA
1: does have two teams. and You know the reason why I'm pissed? Because of fucking traffic. Like, we need anything else, you know? But the thing is, is that I am definitely going to be tailgating for that game. I'm going to try to get tickets. But listen, I'm not paying $300. No. It's just because I can't get a seat. But I am going to the Rams game because, you know, having the Eagles in LA twice a year is a treat for me. So, anyway, on that note um Tyler's gonna cook us steaks and shrimps and we're gonna do some microphone test one two after this and uh thanks bro as always for being on the podcast this is fun it is yeah it's super fun of course and then oh oh very important um just because I probably will post this in time uh Wednesday night when what's today what's the date today Uh, Wednesday Uh August 16th which this will definitely be posted by because it's going to be posted today, which is the 15th or tomorrow, which is the 16th. I am in Joe Conklin's show at Parks Casino and Ben Salem, PA um, in Philly, which, is, Eagles which is, which is, which um, is not only a great comedian, but he's a big sports guy. So he has a show every Wednesday night at Parks Casino at eight o'clock in the Three Sixty club. And I'm lucky enough to feature for the um, headliner, Eleanor Kerrigan, who's an amazing South Philly comedian oh my god from an irish catholic family she's fucking hilarious tyler saw her in my show in bristol on uh saturday night this past saturday so if philly people if you're listening tonight or tomorrow come to my show um and or which Shino. is actually joe conklin show and uh, we'll all get to meet and maybe i'll get him to be on the podcast you can so. do a
0: little gambling afterwards too
1: yeah and we'll do a little gambling because we all like a little blackjack in you our lives it. you know, know what i'm saying all right guys well thanks so much for listening don't forget to rate the podcast after you download the episode give us five stars because it helps more people listen and then we can just do more stuff for philadelphia sports and that's what we know you want us to do so don't forget to rate and review and be like i love tyler and shannon they're so amazing and funny and all the other stuff okay thank you thank you bye Bye. fly eagles fly bye